Welcome to the Family Room, sponsored by Versprite, where we offer hope, encouragement, and wisdom centered on biblical truth and Catholic teaching, because God's kingdom begins at home. Now welcome your hosts, Mari, John, and Craig, right here on AM 1160, The Quest, your Atlanta Catholic Radio. This week we're going to do one of our banter shows where the three of us get together and talk about anything that's on our mind, anything that touched us, or anything that uh, we want to share with you all. And I think in this show, what I'd really like to talk about is, you know, maybe our experiences in 22, mm-hmm. Okay. you know, how God entered into those relationships or how the proverbial hit the fan and how we reacted to it. And then maybe take a look at 23 and understand, okay, did that impact me and motivate me or animate me to do something in 2023? But before we dive into all that, John, since you're our resident prayer warrior, would you open us in a prayer? I would be, I would be happy to do that in the name of the father and of the son and of the Holy spirit. Amen. 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 Heavenly Father, we are here, and the first thought on our mind always is just gratitude for the amazing people that you've put across our path. I know when I think about this, and I think about Mari and Craig, and just what you've given to us and allowed us to do, it's 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 an amazing gift, and we are most grateful for that. And then in this show, Father, as we, as we look back on 2022 and think about 2023, we would just ask that you would have an outpouring of the gifts of your Holy Spirit that, that we might look back with wisdom and look forward with right judgment and, and, and live as you would have us live so that every thought and every word and every deed gives glory to you. And Father, we ask this in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. 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 The Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Sorry. Thank you, John Gordon, in case uh, you've forgotten who we are. Uh, I'm Craig Wiesmeyer. You just heard John Gordon, and we have Mari Cleveland. Yep. What's up, guys? So hey, hey. glad to be with you. This is, yeah, it's awesome. And I love your question, looking back at 2022 and then thinking about how what we've learned in 2022, mm-hmm. potentially, I like that word, animates us or informs what we do in 2023. Yeah. 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 I think you guys have been talking about this in your men's group, Craig, right? Yeah. Craig teed this up um, in our, uh, our Regnum Christi um, encounter group uh, last Friday. Mm. And it was a little different than what we normally do, right? It was, I mean, it was kind of on track, but it was different. And I thought when Craig asked the question, I'm like, what? This, you're not following the rules. And then I was like, wait a minute. That's pretty great. He gave me that look too, by the way. <laughs> I looked across the tra- table and was like, have you lost your ever-loving no, mind? No, that wasn't it. But just, have you lost your mind? I wasn't sure about the ever-loving part. No, I thought, but I, you should ask the question kind of the way you did it. Because I thought it inspired amongst a bunch of men early in the morning, fundamentally caffeine deficient. And it was some pretty intelligent and pretty thoughtful uh, conversation, I thought. Well, so I think it's interesting to give some background. So when we have this men's group, we talk about scripture. Mm-hmm. We talk about then after we kind of give our insights into that scripture, we say, look at as men together, we've committed to a certain prayer life. Mm-hmm. And we look at that and we say, okay, how'd we do last week? It's not to um, rail against anybody or, or, makes anybody feel bad it's that accountability, accountability like yeah. you know so of course as i go off script so often as you all know <laughs> um, literally i said you know what let's look at last year though and i said that because we have experiences in life that aren't always the greatest you know we sit there and say oh, yeah i said this prayer and i said that prayer and i checked the boxes yeah and our group is becoming more of let's quit checking boxes right. mm. and check my heart 
yeah. and be intentional, right? How are these things I'm doing changing me? How are they drawing me to be more like Christ? And to start, you know, I look back and I say, had a pretty good year, except, you know, when you have kids that you love dearly and they struggle one way or another, it kicks you in the tail. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And for me, I mean, look at, we've been very blessed. Gabrielle's got positive um, 23 news based on her, her cancer diagnosis. But, you know, you sit back as a parent and say, I can't do anything about this other than, you know, get them to the right places. And I couldn't pray. Mm. I literally sat in a chair and like, God, I don't really give up anymore. Because when you received her diagnosis. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. because it's like you told me to pray. Yeah. And you told me that you're going to hear my prayer and you're going to answer my prayer. And it's like, I can't do this. So one lesson was I went to all of you and I went to other people of prayer. So they picked me up. Mm-hmm. They prayed for me. They prayed in spite of me, however you want to say it. And then God brought me to a place of, do you really trust me? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, of course, when you answer my prayer. And he's like, no, <laughs> if you got the most dire diagnosis, do you still trust that it's in my holy will for you? And do you still trust that I can bring good out of this? Mm-hmm. And I wrestled with that for months. Yeah. How can I? And it was almost like the, I'm too tired now. Okay, God, I can't do anything but accept this. Yeah. And it's like, as soon as I did a peace came in, a joy came in, and then it was like, okay, what do I do with this? Well, surrender. Continue to say, God, whatever your will is. I'm tired of fighting you. Yeah. Yeah. He wore Less you down. Me. He wore you down to pick he did. you up. I mean, up, yeah. but, it, but it wasn't a wearing down like I'm punishing right. you. No. It, it was a deep love of, I'm going to sit with you. Persistent. I'm going to sit with you in your pain in your anger, in your disappointment, mm-hmm. but I love you yeah. and I'm still here. Yeah. I mean, it was incredible. You, in one of our shows, you know, we spoke about children and praying with children and hey, it's going to be messy. And I liked that. But honestly, the thought that I had as I heard messy prayer was what you're talking about, Craig. As an adult, prayer is still messy because there you are in the prayer, in the prayer chair, and he says, do you trust me? And I don't want to put words in your mouth, but let's just say I was in that, and God said to me, do you trust me, John? And I'm like, to be clear, no, Mm -hmm. this is a mess. Mm -hmm. This is a big, fat mess, Lord. (laughs) You nailed my prayer. Why? Mm -hmm. What? And and so I think think that comes comes out, but I'll put a little bit lighter note on this. Um, Father Dave Pavanka is the president at um, Franciscan University, mm-hmm. right? And we heard him talk at one of our Legatus meetings, and he was talking about when he walked the, um, uh, the, Camino. the Camino, right? Yeah. And he was talking about a day. It wasn't quite what you're talking about, Craig, with with that profound that profound you know scenario. But you know, it, it was terrible. He had this thorn in his foot or something. It got infected. Everything that was bad could go wrong. I think he shared that he might have had some intestinal challenges going on at the same time. Um, and so he's he, he looks up to God and says, really, Lord, is this what you want from me right now? And he said, and the answer came back to him just as clear as a bell. 
Yes. Mm. To which Father Dave replied, and that's why nobody likes you. <laughs> that's why nobody likes you is because this is what you expect. I right? think St. Teresa of Avila said the same it's, thing okay, to maybe, God. Yeah. It's like, yeah, well, this, it's no wonder you have so few friends. Look yeah. how you treat. Yeah. Yeah. Or, yeah. 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 Anyway, so I thank you for sharing that. But I think that that and for and for getting us. Um, well, and let me be clear, too, though. It doesn't have to be anything that devastating right. to your family. You know, a lot of people look and go, oh, my gosh, I didn't have that. So I didn't have an experience. It can be little things, whether it's, you know, an irritant at work or somebody else. Mm -hmm. God's in all of it, the greatest and the tiniest of details. Yeah. You know, I think we, we listen to your things like that. So I'm listening to your story and I'm thinking about Job. I'm thinking about Job and I'm thinking about how he had to just keep on trusting in the midst of all of it. Um, but I think what's beautiful, too, is that you had... You already you had created a foundation of knowing when I can't do this alone, somebody else is going to have to carry me. You know, flash forward to the people who brought their their friend who couldn't walk and dropped him down through the roof to reach right. Jesus. They went through anything and everything they could to make sure that this man was put before Jesus. And I'm sure that's what your friends were doing for you. Oh, 100%. What of all of us were doing for you? Yeah. I know I was praying. Blessing. We were all praying for you. We were praying for Gabrielle. Um, and for your whole family, and we continued to put you in front of Jesus because you couldn't you couldn't walk there yourself right then, and that's okay. That's not that's in, not in your reflection, right? On your faith, it's no. it's reality. Well, but what it did, it also brought to light Christ carrying His cross. Yeah, He couldn't carry His cross by Himself. Mm -hmm. He didn't. He could have. He right. could have been like, I got a God moment. I can, but He intentionally wanted somebody else to enter into His suffering yeah. that he could share that with and have that profoundly impact their lives as well mm -hmm. that they could enter in. And I'm like, well, if Jesus needed to ask for a little help, I can do the same because this cross is way too heavy. Yeah. yeah. Well, and scripture even talks about it, right? It says when you don't have the words, um, the, the, the Holy Spirit will groan, the groanings yeah. of the Holy Spirit when you don't have the words. So we, yeah. God already knew we wouldn't have the words sometimes. And it, it was okay. It was totally okay. You know, and I think what you bring about, you know, in our society, we live in a pretty, you know, if you're living here in the United States, you probably for the most part, and you're listening to us, you're probably better off than a lot of people in a lot of places mm -hmm. in the world. I've, yep. I've traveled to a lot of third world countries, a lot of places where there's not running water. There's not, um, the floors are dirt, you know, and, and, and so things are not easy is yeah. what I'm saying. And there's other countries, things, the expectations are different in the other countries you're used to. Well, let me back up. I remember moving to the States and the first time I was here and somebody saw a cockroach and I just went over and stomped on it. And they're like, oh my gosh, a cockroach. I'm like, what? It's a cockroach. I grew up on Guam. We had lots of cockroaches. I mean, like they come out of our drains. I used to ride cockroaches. They were huge. <laughs> no, but what I'm saying is my, and yeah. our, our, our power went out all the time on Guam. Right. You know, here people are fussing and moaning when their power goes out for an hour. Okay, we went like a week without power. It, our expectations oh, were yeah. different. Yeah. And so when we get to a point in life when our expectations are things just work out, things are okay. Yeah. If I do X, Y, and Z, I e that equals success. And that's not real world. I yeah. mean, that's not real life. And so we're caught off guard. We're caught by surprise when we think, but God, I did everything, you know, you know, Craig, I'm going through spiritual, you know, all the things you do Check for God, boxes. you're all the things you're doing for God, your men's group, your spiritual direction, your, your ministering to your family, your ministering and offering your volunteer time to come on the radio and do this every week. I mean, all the ways you're serving God. And then it's like, seriously, God, seriously, this is what's going on. Right. And he said, yes. And he said, yes, <laughs> yes, it is. And this is the thanks I get. <laughs>
Yeah, and so reflecting back on 2022, I mean, I think we can all think of those moments where we're like, seriously, God, really, that that happened. Actually, that was that was a book we read. That was Matthew Kelly's book for this year. Um, at the end of the right. year, that he gave all the churches, or not, actually, all the churches could buy to give to their yep. parishioners was that book. Seriously, God um, is one of the ones. Life is messy. Life. life oh, is life is messy is the yeah, new yeah. one. Yeah, life yep. is messy was one. Seriously, God was another one that he did. Yeah. So. Looking back on your year, Mari, what what for you? What did what does twenty two look like, and how does it make you think about twenty three? You know, when you guys talked about that question earlier, I thought, you know, it is fascinating to think about what happened. And I know for me, twenty twenty two was going to be the the first full year of being an empty nester. Right. Um, let me think. When did she go off to school? Twenty. Part of anyway the yeah. way the with the way the school was, year works yeah, you know yeah of, yeah of, yeah twenty one and twenty two twenty yeah this whole year where it was the full year of right. being an empty nester and I remember before that before that started having a conversation with God about okay what's the reflection what do I need to be doing here what's happening what's changing and he said um, well your husband needs to become your community in a in a new and a different way and so twenty twenty two really became that year of how do we um, how do we do life in new and different ways in our marriage? Because our marriage is changing because the complexion of our family life, our daily family life is changing. Now both kids are off to school. It's the two of us and the dog, <laughs> you right. know? So that looks different. And um, so really being very intentional and mindful about what can we do differently and um, what new hobbies can we take up together? What new things can we do together? Mm. And um, so it's been really fun. It's been different, you know, finding the things that um, we took up bridge. I've never played bridge. I'm really, I'm wow. really bad. That seems that break, that breaks my mind. That game. <laughs> never mind, Yeah. George is much better at it than I am. It makes, yeah, uh, it's, it's very hard. For another reason. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Okay. No. <laughs> and then um and then we did a we did what Dave Pavanka, what Father Dave Pavanka did. Right, that's right. Yeah, George and I did the did um about two hundred miles of the Camino this fall. So, you know, out there in the middle of nowhere daily picking up your pack and every day George had the big pack, I just had the day pack, but walking, just walking, walking, walking and not really sure what the day was gonna hold and what kind of food you would find mm, along yep. the way and yep. just being open and the big piece that was very parallel to this life that we that we lead as followers of Christ was there's always going to be the unexpected there's always going to be beauty there might be some pain yep. you know some blisters yep. you might not be as prepared as you thought you were but you will always pro be provided for you will always be provided for and we got to start we started laughing about um you know along the camino it got to be the point where you say like huh i haven't seen any such and such today and literally within the next half a mile there would be whatever you said you hadn't seen or i wonder if this ever happens or i really need this and literally with honestly within 10 minutes it would just Something appear it was wow. so god was there in so many different ways. It was amazing. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. I wish, I wish I had talked to you about, you know, your spouse being your community mm. a little earlier because, you know, Barb and I have been empty nesters for a while and um, I just wanted to be a bigger, better community for Barb. And so I put 21 pounds on in, <laughs> in, in, in 2022. So I, I wish I could have put that holy, holy thought together with, with, with my bad behavior. Go walk 200 miles. That I should help. do that. I would love to do that. Um, I think, we're, folks, if you're just tuning in, you're listening to The Family Room. We're, we're talking about uh, 2022 and how it informs our 2023. We're inspired by you know, some challenging questions from Craig um, that he shared with us. When you asked me that 
last when you asked the group that last week I did I might have done the eye roll I like this is not part of the script Craig but it was a <laughs> profound moment and and a good call on your part when I looked back on um 22 like one thing sticks out there's a lot of things um God is certainly good but um I did um the um uh, Regnum Christi retreat in January right and I've so, done so the Ignatian the Ign- exercises yeah. over a three-day retreat over three days yeah and, and it's silent, by the way, folks. We, uh, mm, yeah, wow. which is a challenge. And, and you put your phone away, right? There's no texting and, and, and no emails, which is really great. I've done them before. So it wasn't like, oh, this is the first experience. I kind of knew what to expect. And, and I went into that saying, Lord, this is going to be great because we're going we're gonna to work on these things that I've kind of got some questions about. And boy, I'm anxious to have this retreat. And I put my head on the pillow that night. And as clear as a bell, I heard him say, John, in this retreat, this is what we're going to talk about. And I was like, yeah, yeah, that's that. I'm just tired. Man, the next two days, he really poked me hard on a lot of things. And I've used, I think I've used this analogy before. I use it a lot because I think it's very relevant. I am not a golfer. Like, mm-hmm. I would rather have a sharp stick in the eye than play a game of golf most days. And I have the golf score to prove it. But I think it's a good analogy. And they say, when you get serious about golf and you go to a golf pro and take lessons. If you've been golfing for 10, 20 years, you go to a golf pro and you get lessons and he changes or she changes your stroke. She shows you how to do it correctly. Mm -hmm. And you're like, okay, you're going to do it. So you go out and play your next game of golf swinging correctly as you were taught and your game goes to garbage. Like your score is, is terrible. And, and you have one of two options. Either continue to swing the way you were taught correctly and get yourself back up to where it needs to be, or as many are want to do, say that was dumb, something must be wrong with the clubs, and you go buy a new set of clubs and start swinging the old way again, right? (laughs) And that's as crazy as that analogy is, when I came out of that retreat, and I think if you ask Barbara that, she'll say, yeah, his swing was off. My swing was off. My swing was off in our marriage. My swing was off at work. My swing was off everywhere I went to swing. It was off. And that's unnerving because, I mean, I've been married for 42 years. I've been in a career for 42 years. I'm like, Lord, really? You should do something besides golf. (laughs) And um, anyway, I think for me, as it informs 2023, like I'm making the decision. I'm not buying new clubs. I'm going to keep swinging the way I was taught to swing. And then we got our retreat coming up in next week. So we'll see. Mm. I'm not even going to say what I think. I <laughs> just don't even want to. But that's that was kind of, so I was did, grateful that you made me think about that, Craig. Yeah, so did God reveal to you that your swing was off during that oh, last yeah. retreat? Is that what happened? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, and he hit, um, I mean, I may be respectful of everybody, but he poked the hardest at how I, at our marriage, at yeah. how I was in our marriage. Oh, yeah. And he's like, just want you to know you have a really good marriage and you chose an awesome wife. And by the way, you're welcome. And, um, and by the way, you might want to think about these things. Mm. Just think about them. And oh, when he asks you to think, yeah, it's, it's not a request. <laughs> it's there. Yeah. Right. But uh, I think I talked about it before trust, as yeah. you said, it was all about, are you going to trust? Are you going to be obedient and, and, and manage yeah. what, what I've given you? 
It's only a few basic tenets of it's our faith. Hard. It's like I it's mean, Vince Lombardi. Football's just blocking and tackling. What's your what's the big issue, right? No, I mean, and that's what our whole faith trust is about, right? Do you trust and are you gonna yeah. do what I tell you to do? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Interesting too in that uh, scenario you just gave though. Share a little bit though about how the devil tried to Oh. Yeah, so that was Because I think it was a huge battle you fought. That was that and that was part of it, right? So so the devil's terribly boring and in, in, in his diversity of approach, mm-hmm. but relentless. The devil does not sleep. And so the minute he sniffed a difference in my swing, he was on it like ugly on an ape. Mm. And um, it, I had, you know, I went to Dan Burke's book. I spent hours in the prayer chair. Uh, there were nights or mornings where I remember reading that thing where people said the rosary is a weapon. Yeah, I was like, you're darn right, it's a weapon. There were mornings where I just had the rosary in one hand and said, you can't come here, you just can't come here, yeah. and that's all I got. Yeah. Right, and but but he did. He attacked, and he attacked what I hold most precious in my life. Right, mm-hmm. and those are the things he went after. Where he saw, he's like, ooh, ooh. It's like when you're playing football. You know, you see him line up, and you're like, hey, that guy is 15 yards behind where he needs to be. I got this, right? Yep. And um, and I was. I was 15 yards behind where I need to be, or the the ball was ready to snap, and I was looking to the sidelines to see, you know, what's the play. Where? That's why I'm such a firm believer that like, don't let the devil fool you. He wants to mess in your stuff constantly, and he does not sleep. And and I get that God allows it, because when I say the battle rages, thank God, that came out of that whole time. Because otherwise, I said, man, we got we can't have these battles. We got to squelch this. We can't have these battles. No, nope. the battle's on. Mm-hmm. Play or get run over. Yeah, yeah. No, truth. Well, and... And isn't that how God um, helps us to get closer to him mm-hmm. and to sink into what he can do in those relationships and in, in those opportunities we have? Because if you didn't feel uncomfortable, you wouldn't have changed. Exactly. Right. So if you didn't all of a sudden start to feel attacked, if you didn't feel uncomfortable, if you didn't feel um, like there was some like start notice, noticing that your swing was off, um, you wouldn't have done anything about it. Yeah. And only when we admit to that, it's the, the word you guys said earlier, and I had just written it just as Craig said it too, the word surrender. Yeah. You know, we surrender to him because he wants you to have the most amazing marriage you possibly can. He already ordained it. He he already, he chose Barb for you. Um, and you do have a great marriage, oh, but do. he wants it's, you to yeah. have an even greater and marriage. That's it. It's like yeah. the Carlton said, right? It's like, you can have a good marriage. Everybody's got a good marriage, but you, God wants you to have an awesome marriage. Yeah. Right? It, and I was on my way to awesome, and I was like, oh, God. Well, and it's what we talked about when we first started doing this show, you know, a year and a half ago or so, we were talking about he wanted us to have abundant life. Yes. Yeah. Abundant marriages, abundant relationships, abundant experiences with our family, with our kids, with our friends. You know, he wants abundance for us. Yeah, and yeah. I, I, since we, I just said all that on the air, to be clear, I want to exonerate my wonderful wife, Barbara. This is, <laughs> she, she was patient and steadfast through all of it yeah. while I was figuring out whether I was, you know, hitting a wood or an iron or a yeah. or a pitching wedge. See, I do know something about golf. Anyway, <laughs> so there's something else you said though, Craig, that reminded me of Saint Peter. And you wonder, you know, Peter denied Jesus three times after saying, "Look, if I got to die for you, I'm going. I'm going there with you." Right? Mm-hmm. And then three times, I don't even know who you're talking about. And then the meeting, you know, after the resurrection, mm-hmm. where you know Peter on the shore, on the shore, right? You mm-hmm. know, do you love me? Mm-hmm. And three times, and and I won't go into all the different things, the choices of words, agape and 
all that stuff. But there was one thing that was really important, and and it was Peter saying, "Lord, I got nothing. Yeah, I am bankrupt. I turned my back when you wanted me the most. Lord, I don't. I love you, but I got nothing." Then he says, "You are rock, yeah. and upon this rock I will build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against you." But he had to be bankrupt. Yeah, there had it had to be all God because nobody else can do it. That's what I thought of when you were sharing your time. No, I appreciate that. Yeah, and what also comes to mind, and you know, I'm a honor my guest, my co-host, I should say. You know, I'm surrounded by people of deep prayer. You know, when John tells me he gets up at four four thirty in the morning to get into his prayer chair that he loves, he loves spending time with Christ. You know, Mari, when I get notes, hey, I'm saying my rosary and I've I've wrapped you guys in it and things like that. Um, whatever little commitment we are willing to give to God, mm -hmm. he really does magnify it. Yeah. And he gives us way more than yeah. we ever can give him. But it's like, put the effort in, make the commitment, stand firm. But again, surround ourselves with a community of people mm -hmm. that are like-minded that say, look at, I'm looking at your face, Mari, and I can tell something's bothering you. Let's go have coffee. What's going on? Yeah. You know, on the show we've talked about. Yeah. Walking with people, being engaged in people's lives, accompanying people, you know, be active with each other because God created community. Yeah. God created the, you know, the, the, the communion of saints so we could join in with them and battle this together. But again, you know, John, you said it, not a battle in a way like, oh my gosh, what's going to happen? But a battle in the way that says there's a victory out there and I want to be a part of that victory. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Yes. Preach. That's awesome. <laughs> oh That's gosh. awesome. Oh my gosh. Well, the other thing that as you, as you were just saying that, um, and we cannot have that kind of intimate, deep relationship if we have too many people, right? So it's kind of like that's where the evil one to me has kind of gotten into friendships and relationships is you've got a thousand people on Facebook or a thousand followers on Instagram. And so people think that they do, they have all these relationships, yeah. but they don't. They just have people they're following or people who follow them. That just means they're, they're peering through the window at you, basically, mm -hmm. right? They're not actually sitting in the chair opposite you. They're not holding your hand and praying with you. They're not, they're not close enough to hear and to see what's on your heart and what's on your mind and what's on what's happening in your life and so jesus his community was 12 people yeah. you know that's pretty and he's he's the he's the he's god <laughs> he's god yeah. he has the bandwidth for a lot more than that which thankfully god does have and each one of us is god's community but when jesus was human here on earth he had 12 people and he knew them and he knew them intimately and he knew what was going on with them yeah. So please stay tuned. We will be back here in the family room in just a few minutes to continue this this look back into 22 and this look ahead into 2023. We'll be right back inside the family room in moments. Sponsored by Versprite on the Quest. In today's world, cybersecurity is critical for your business. Award-winning Versprite provides solutions to protect your company from hackers. For protection now, see Versprite.com. That's V-E-R-Sprite.com. The Quest thanks Versprite for their support. The Quest presents Pro-Life Minutes. Healthcare providers should care about health, right? Why then has Planned Parenthood's actual women's healthcare services dropped over 72% in the last 10 years? Abortion is not healthcare. Abortion kills. Planned Parenthood is the largest abortion provider in the United States with 700 abortion facilities. And in the 2019 fiscal year, they ended 345,672 innocent American lives. 
This is an increase of 13,000 in the last year and 25,000 over the last two years. To put that in context, that is about half the population of Washington, D.C. Why then does the United States government continue to send the millions of taxpayer dollars in funding and grants year after year? If we don't stop them, no one will. Let's love God by loving life. Show the world that every life matters by speaking up for life at every opportunity. For more homegrown wisdom, visit thequestatlanta.com. Here at The Quest, we often hear how our programs touch hearts and change lives. Now more than ever, people need to hear the truth and beauty of the Catholic faith. As a 100% listener-supported station, The Quest relies on monthly donations to stay on the air. Please consider making a monthly donation to The Quest and help us continue to provide inspiring Catholic programming. Monthly donors are the lifeblood of the station. Visit thequestatlanta.com to donate. Thank you for your support. Hi, this is AJ with The Quest. Did you know that we are on a mission to invite, inform, and inspire listeners like you? We want you to embrace your journey and take one step closer to God by not only listening, but engaging with us. In fact, we could use your help with making this vision a reality. I ask you to prayerfully consider joining us as a missionary to help with volunteer tasks at our studio in Roswell, Georgia. If you feel called to help and would like to learn more, please send us an email at info at thequestatlanta.com. Does your parish, charitable organization, or ministry have an upcoming event that you'd like to promote? Advertise it on AM 1160, the Quest Community Calendar. It's easy and there's never a fee. Just visit thequestatlanta.com, click on events, and submit your activity or event. Enhance the success of your community outreach event. Take advantage of the Quest Atlanta's complimentary community calendar and gain more exposure to the Metro Faith community. Submit your event at thequestatlanta.com today. St. Joseph was a man of few words. In fact, not a single word of his was recorded in Scripture. But the Father of Jesus spoke abundantly in his silence, and he certainly gave us a lot to talk about. Want to go deeper? Listen to the St. Joseph series on your Quest app and on thequestatlanta.com. Welcome back to The Family Room with Mari, John, and Craig, sponsored by Versprite on AM 1160 The Quest. Welcome back, everybody. You're in the family room. Uh, this is John Gordon here with my partner, Craig and Mari. And uh, we are going to do, normally coming back out of the break, we have a little treat in that we ask our guests to share their favorite family room memory. But we have a special kind of talent uh, in the studio that nobody gets, well, very, very rarely do we get to hear from. And it's our producer. With good reason. <laughs> it's our, no, it's our producer, Dave. And so, Dave, I think we all kind of talked about 2022 and 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 just looking back maybe is a better way to think about it. Mm-hmm. What what about you? Get take us a walk back and, and well, where you are and how you're doing. Let's start off at the beginning of the year, January third, twenty twenty two. Okay. I started at the quest here. All Woo-hoo! right. All right. Full time. And it was uh it, it, honestly this is the best job I've ever had. I've had a very long career in radio and this is the best job hands down that I've ever had. So when we're talking about abundant life, this is yes. abundance. Well, that's because he works with us regularly. It's, 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 I mean, it's obvious. It's Except obvious, for Dave. this hour each week. <laughs> he gets to fix things. <laughs> but, you know, and, and as uh, Craig in the last half hour when he was talking, it reminded me of something of, and I guess it wasn't necessarily in 2022, but it was what led me to this position in 2022. But I worked for a big media company. Right. For uh, the the biggest 
right media company in the world <laughs> we shall remain unnamed yeah. okay <laughs> <laughs> so anyway uh and i was there for 23 years wow and they let me go in 2019 kind of reconfigured things and reconfigured me right out the door and so i mean i've, I've got a family to raise you know all the things pay the bills and all everything and i'm yeah it was stressful mm -hmm. and I, obviously i was praying on it and everything but it I don't know. I guess sometimes you've got to fine tune your prayer. Or it was shortly into it was before the pandemic hit, but it was shortly into 2020 that I uh, was at uh, mass at uh, Prince of Peace in Flowery Branch, and uh, Deacon Bill was given the homily, and he did this homily where he went around to each station of the cross and talked about each one of them, and when he got to the one where Jesus fell with the cross, and he was saying. Basically, we all have our cross to bear. It's not necessarily, you know, it's not physically a cross. It's not literally a cross, but it, whatever it is, we've got that cross to bear. But for whatever reason, when he did that homily and said that, I realized, wow, me trying to support my family, me trying to find a job is my cross to bear right, right now. now. Yeah. And I started praying on it differently. Hmm. For I, I, I couldn't even tell you how different, what it was different, but it was different. Right. Yeah. And within a week, I had been offered a full-time job uh, with a company that's based in L.A., but I was able to work from home. Wow. And the the crazy thing is, too, another crazy thing is that I started March 16th of 2020. If you remember what happened was, on March 16th yeah. of 2020. Everybody zero. went home. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody was losing their job. You know, waiters, yeah. waitresses, cooks, you know, every industry. The, the flights are shut down. Everything's shut down. Yeah. And here I start a new job, full-time job. Well, At home. where you Yeah. Could, yeah. 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 And, and it was a good job. And the great people at this company and everything, I've got no complaints. I mean, I'm very thankful to have had that job. But it was very stressful. Mm-hmm. It, very stressful and honestly i didn't even know the quest existed mm -hmm. i had no clue that this catholic radio station was here in atlanta and uh, a friend of mine Vito, uh, he, yeah. he uh he he was telling me about it. he said you know they've got this job open but you wouldn't be interested You're, you've got a job i said no i'd be interested <laughs> <laughs> so he introduced me to carol and next thing i know and that was around thanksgiving of uh 2020 i got right. 2021 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 21 yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. and and uh within like a few weeks yeah you know i've talked to carol and next thing i know here i am yeah yeah so what a blessing. Awesome. Yeah. very cool well it's interesting too because we get in our mind how god has to act and how he should react and yet god's like I, my, my plans are not your plans my ways are not your ways and he takes us through things to help us he reveals himself through our life, through what we're going through. And he had to take Dave to the point of, oh, wow, maybe I should pray differently about this. All of a sudden, something in a station of the cross you've probably heard a million times. Mm -hmm. Well, guess what? He, I hate to keep using the word reanimated, but he reanimated that image. Yeah. And it's like, oh, dang, there's a lesson here for me. Yeah. And he had to keep you growing. He had to keep bringing you along in your faith. And I think it's a beautiful story. It and is. appreciate you sharing that. Thank yeah, you for sharing that. That was great. It was. It's good. And Love it reminds that. me of that thought that prayer doesn't change God. It changes us. You, Were you going to say the same thing? Head, yeah. Exactly. And exactly. so it changed something in you, yeah. you know, and then, and I'm thinking too about the two years you got to work from home mm -hmm. and 
and you know you needed to be home during those two years there were a few things going on a few reasons you needed to be home you know with yeah. your family and all for those two years absolutely and god knew that even when you didn't know it yet you didn't mm-hmm. even know it but he knew that and then he was preparing you yeah. for then this opportunity and and we are so thankful that you've come we are super you grateful, have yeah you sure. you have elevated uh, what Not we just do here you can turn our voices down <laughs> <laughs> or edit us out but I can shut your mic off right now. Know, Nobody can hear you the rest of the show if we want to. He makes us sound better than we are sometimes. <laughs> Absolutely. But, but I, you know, the great thing about this is that for like my whole career, I've had, I've had a career in radio since the 80s. And, I, you know, I mean, the, the technology and everything obviously has, has come along. I'm trying to picture you with a mullet. Just... <laughs> or with hair in general. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I'm sorry. But, but I think that with all the... The, the experience I have, it brought me to this point. Yeah. For everything, everything I did in those 20-some years, yeah. well, actually 30, 40 years, yeah. it, it led me to this point. It was all training to come here. And within the last year, I mean, I, I've, I've recorded every one of the Family Room shows that's aired in... 2022. It, yeah, and, yeah. And I, I've learned so much about theology of the body. Yes. About, uh, you know, marriage, family, everything. I, I think being here and not just the family room, because, I mean, there's so many other so things many, we got yep. going on. But I think it's helped me become a better husband, a better father, mm-hmm. uh, a better worker here. Yeah. And it, it's it's helped in my prayer life, too. Yeah. Yeah. That's That's, awesome. that's really good. Thank yeah, you. God doesn't waste anything. No, it, we listened. Yeah. We heard a speaker um, at like Odyssey this past Tuesday, and she was funny. It, it, it won't take us all the way through it, but she she had a profound conversion. She mm-hmm. was raised Catholic, got way off the path, and then came back. And she said something that I thought was that you reminded me of, Craig. She said she uh, she went to reconciliation, and she said all she how she described it was she said i opened the door just a crack Mm. just a tiny little crack and she said and jesus just kicked that thing wide (laughs) open right all he needed her to do was just undo the latch she's been out there knocking right not revelation yeah and there's actually a um, a beautiful painting and i saw this i don't know why it was maybe it was a copy it might have been i saw this on my honeymoon in france in this castle there was this huge painting it was beautiful and literally it was of a door and jesus was on one side of the door and the person was on the other but the doorknob was only on the person on the inside Inside. with the person jesus was outside there was no doorknob on his side the doorknob was on the side and so it's up to us it's incumbent Mm -hmm. upon us to open the door that's all we had not even all the way not even all the way just even just turn it just enough and he will burst through with his life and light and life and hope and Mm -hmm. abundant life that he wants to give it well dave we are so thankful you're here we are very thankful and you have yeah you have um you've brought so much not only um technological and experience you know knowledge to the quest but also just a lot of fun and uh you know you as a human being here we love love being able to be with you every thank week you too. it's fun no, no it's, it is good and i and i'll tell you as a i've so i've done radio in another world for like 28 years right and had lots of producers in fact my joke we went to the 100th anniversary uh for wbt uh, uh back in the fall and one of the guys who's now like this big personality on the morning drive was a producer for David and me back in the day. And I'm like, here we are. But, but it's like Look at you, you guys, launching careers. But, but, no, but the job you do, people don't understand 
Well, I, I, and who sh- who cares? Who should, right? But what it, what goes into getting us on the air in a manner mm-hmm. that sounds actually legit is a special skill. And as you kind of guide us through, hey, maybe that's really a special skill. I had a, uh, early on in my career, I had somebody give me this analogy about what we do in radio, and he said, you know, when you walk into a room and you flip the light switch on, the lights come on. You just expect that, and you don't think about every person it took along the way, the linemen, the all the all these people that it takes to bring that light to you, and the only time you notice it is when you t- flip the switch and it, it doesn't, doesn't work. Yeah. Okay. And it's like, okay, I, you know, now I'm upset here. Let's make some calls here. But nobody ever calls up to say, hey, you know what? My lights came on. Thank you. Yeah. You know. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. <laughs> no, it's true. It's true. Well, it's, yeah, look at it. it. Brings us back to the fact that what you said. There is nothing in our lives from an experience standpoint that God wastes. Yeah. You know, we may look at a very mundane situation and be like, well, this is a waste of energy or time or, you know. You might have a profound thought and be like, nah, whatever. But God's in all of it. Mm -hmm. I mean, God is in every little bit of it, wanting to continue to draw us into that relationship. And, you know, how many times, you know, you're like, here's my plan, God. And we all laugh (laughs) about, you know, tell God your plans and he laughs. But I got to tell you, there's so many times in my life where you're sitting there and you pray and you're telling God. And it's when you finally are like, you know what, Lord? Okay. It's you. You 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 do what you need to do. To your point, Dave, it could be the next day, yeah. the next week, things change. Why? Well, in a lot of cases, because my heart changed. My heart accepted mm-hmm. what the lesson God's been trying to teach me yeah. the whole time. Yeah. I mean, why did the Israelites wander for 40 years? It was because they kept whining and complaining. Yeah. <laughs> right. yeah. They never got smart enough to learn the lesson and go, <laughs> doggone, you know. You're I right. Need, and I, I need to change. I yeah. mean, I need to trust you. I need to trust you. The V8 moment, right. Oh, is that all I had to do? Yeah. Groundhog Day. Seriously. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Bad scores for behavior modification. (laughs) (laughs) So so what you were just talking about is people doing the same thing over and over, expecting different consequences, that definition of insanity. So as we look into 2022, what are some things you're going to do differently? 23? 23. I'm sorry, 20. Oh, my gosh. I'm seeing it. Look it like, I got day. stuck. Woo, I did get stuck. Let's not relive 22. I'm glad it's over. <laughs> and and yeah. just real quick, just to give people an idea of what I do here, I can edit that to make it sound good, or I can leave the mistake in there. We'll uh, see. So- <laughs> The moral of the stories don't make Dave mad. Yeah. <laughs> he, ha- he has all- he has all the power. Hell yes. hath no fury like a producer scorned. <laughs> exactly. This is why we pray before every episode. Amen. 100%. Yes, exactly. So, now, what are you going to do differently in twenty twenty three? I think it's interesting because looking at twenty three, you know, you mentioned a little bit. You know, so, you, so went through the experience I mentioned with you know my daughter. Did mention you know a lot of things came out of that with Kelly and I. Mm-hmm. A lot of positive things. Her faith grew. Whatever. Um, you know, I started seeing people in spiritual direction and a couple things. What it did was it reminded me, I'm not God, mm-hmm. God's God. Yeah. Um, his plan is much more, um, much, a, it's a much better plan than mine could ever be. But frankly, it also reminded me through my spiritual direction stuff. There's a lot of people out there that are wanting to grow in their faith, wanting to figure out how to get closer to Christ and frankly, may have a block. It goes back to, you know, one of our shows where we talked about, you know, the, the person going through an abortion maybe that has these anger issues or anxiety issues and doesn't know why. God wants to enter into areas we don't even know we're damaged. Yeah. And he wants to have us sit in that pain with him in it mm-hmm. and go, it's okay. 
heal that. And I think for me, that's it. It's like, okay, Lord, let's sit intimately into my life. And like John's experience, what is it you need me to change? What is it you want to change in me? And then also sit with people. I mean, really take time to listen to people. Take time to be involved in their life and not just say, great, Mary, I'm going to pray for you as much as, Mary, let's hold hands or let's sit here right now and let's pray together. Real quick story, you know, over the break, we went to see my mother in Cleveland, Ohio. Terrible weather. We were blessed. We had power until the moment we didn't have power. (laughs) And power went out. And my mother's like, I'm going to go say this nine, the, the, the novena to uh, the, the Memorare novena. My son, who's challenged with his faith a little bit now, is like, oh, and then what are you going to do? Rub your stomach and spin around three times and make a wish. And, and knowing had, your mother, the way you've described her, I'm surprised that your son still has teeth left. But She okay. walked out of the room. <laughs> <laughs> At 94, she's like, you're not worth my effort. Homicide is so bad. <laughs> but you know what? I'm like, you know what, God? I haven't said my rosary yet. I'm going to say my rosary. Long story short is I told that to my mother. She was in the dark living room. She said, okay, fine, I'll pray with you. We called Kelly in to pray. And we invoked Our Lady. So Our Lady's presence has become huge this last year. And literally, we were going through the Sorrowful Mysteries, got to the very last decade, and halfway through, the power came back on. That doesn't happen in the middle of a winter storm where power lines are down and everything Mm -hmm. else. So again, for me, 23 is falling into Our Lady's arms and letting her guide me and lead me and and just intercede. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you know, a couple things for me for 2023, based on what you just said, too, is... Um, the scripture that keeps coming for me is draw near to me and I'll, near, I'll draw near to thee, right? So I think I'm close to God. You know, there are a lot of things. I check the box, do a lot of things, but I am really bad at discipline. I'm not the one like John who gets up at 4.30 in the morning and sits in my prayer chair. I have a prayer chair. Yep. I don't sit in it very often because <laughs> I'm running around doing, you know, I'm always thinking of other things I need to be doing, but just sitting still. Mm-hmm. Just sitting yeah. still and being with God is one of the things that I would like to have more discipline in. So if you're listening, you want to pray for me to be able to sit still and, and have more time with God, I would really appreciate it. But um, I've been encouraged to try doing some more Ignatian spirituality, you know, listening to some of our guests who've, who've yeah. come on and then talking about doing it with somebody. So that's actually what I just did. I, I've got a, a book arriving this week and a friend, I sent the same book to a friend and we're going to start doing a, a program um uh, together and we're going to both That's spend awesome. some one-on-one time with God and you know each week each day one-on-one time with God and then we'll get together um, on the phone because she's not here in the same state and uh, and so I'll have an accountability partner but I know with Ignatian spirituality is that opportunity for you to be still be with God and let him heal some of the places in your life and I don't know what he needs to heal right to your point I don't no. even know what's broken exactly but I know that I want to be even closer to him so um, that that was my encouragement for 2023 is to to try to do um, no I love that especially move, partnering anyway. with somebody I think that's awesome yeah yeah one thing I think I would encourage that as I look into 2023 I've already said my commitment is to continue to swing the clubs correctly yeah and not buy a new club the other thing that I think, Mari, that, that you spoke of, or Craig, you said, this spiritual direction. Mm, like, yeah. if you can find a spiritual director, I, I, I got that in high school and I in college, and I didn't realize what a gift it was until I got married and started having a family and didn't even think about it. And then when I started thinking about it, 
it's not as easy to find a spiritual director as you might think. Um, and, and this is not a paid announcement or anything, but I will tell you that uh, is it Regnum RC Atlanta, Regnum Christi Atlanta? I would just check out that website. There's a lot of great resources in there. But if you if you really want a spiritual director, there will there's a, there's ways to get connected correctly there, right? Craig, I know you're even doing uh, some of that, right? Are you yeah, officially no, I'm yet? getting certified in it, and I'm, I've got seven man meeting with regularly. So now. that's so right. I, I and think, then I think in your parishes too, you can yeah, ask there's, in your there's, parishes. A, there's a lot, yeah. but you got to do that. Craig, you and I have talked this a thousand times. In our jobs as men, and I'm not singling anybody out, but just back to the matter is, I guess women have jobs too, a dummy, but in our jobs and careers, we will do all kinds of things. We'll go get executive coaching. We'll yeah. get talk how to speak and how to present and how yeah. to do all these things. We'll do all that stuff, but we don't go get coaching on what, on what is ultimately, and this is, I'm indicting myself on this, right? Mm -hmm. And the reason I spoke to you about it the very first time two years ago, whatever that was, was because I felt indicted. And I think a spiritual director is, is what, if you're going to, if you're going to do this thing, right. right, if you want to be an executive, you go get an executive coach. And so I would encourage people to think about that. And then I feel like I have a commitment. God keeps putting people across my path and, and I'm grateful for that. And they're pretty amazing people, but they ask questions about Catholicism mm -hmm. and, and about different things. And I think it's an opportunity to, you use the word all the time, Craig, and you challenge us to it. And that's to accompany somebody. Mm -hmm. I realized that there are some people in my life that I, I must accompany as in like, they want to walk the Camino and somebody needs to help them maybe with the heavier pack for a yeah. while. Yeah. And I feel like I've kind of been a slacker in that regard. And so I feel like I've, a, I've been, challenged, indicted, pricked, as you say, Maury, yeah. um, to, to pay attention to that. And, and I don't think that I'm so special uh, that God doesn't have those kind of thoughts for all of us. Mm -hmm. And and the other thing, just to make something really clear, because you say, well, John is in his prayer chair at 430. Like John, is, let me, <laughs> I, I would love for you to think that that is this incredible sacrifice that I, I really just want to stay in bed and, and, it, I would love for you to think how how great I am at sacrificing to do that. That would be garbage. <laughs> I I I truly, if you will give him five minutes, if you will crack the door, he will kick it wide open. Yeah, and he did it. I couldn't, Mari. I couldn't sit for anybody that knows me knows not to talk to John after two o'clock in the afternoon. He has serious ADD problems, right? <laughs> but five minutes, fifteen minutes, it's an hour. And it's awesome. Yeah. And it's not always, oh, I'm in ecstasy and I'm like St. Teresa Avila and I'm scraping the <laughs> spray off the ceiling with my forehead. That ain't how that works. <laughs> but it's there and he's there. I just say encourage people to take that. Yeah, take, give him five minutes. Yeah. You're gonna, you're, yeah. You will knock it out of the park. Yeah, that's valid. Well, one of the things that you just said that pricked me was accompanying people. And there may be somebody, not like you said, somebody new in your life to accompany, but there also may be somebody to accompany in a new and different way. Right. So I know for us, for for George and me in 2023, there's going to be a new way to accompany our son. He's well, about right. to graduate from college. Right. So he's going to go into the, the real world, right, into his first job. And all of a sudden, I'm thinking about new ways. And um, actually, I picked up a book um, that one of our guests uh, actually was our first guest um, when we first kicked off the family room. Edward Sri had his book on, um, you know, the, the art of living. Um, it, the Art of Living, which was based on a quote from um, from Pope Benedict, who just passed away. And um, I said to my husband, I said, you know what, I think we need to read parts of this with our son. And it talks about some really foundational 
uh, integrity character issues as he's about to step into kind of a a new arena yeah. in his life. Yeah. And so yeah. we as parents have to think about how do we accompany him in maybe a different way than we've done before. And I said, you know, just 30 minutes on a Sunday, you know, we just call him. FaceTime him, Zoom him, whatever from college and start to pour into him in, in a new and different way than we have been because he's about to go do something very different. Yeah. Awesome. And I think a lot of it is, you know, God does prick our hearts. Yeah. And we do have to say yes. You know, mm-hmm. we he's never going to force that door open unless we open it up at first. And I think, you know, that's what a lot of this discussion is, right? It's like I felt like God said something to me. I acted on it. And again, like John says, not because I'm wonderful, but because... Uh, when you see God and you fall in love, mm. it's amazing. And the beauty is, look at for this next year, depending on where we are, you know, fall into the faith. Yeah. Our church is the fullness of truth. Yeah. You know, there are no other faiths that have the fullness of truth. Scripture came out of the church. Christ, Christ enacted a church. He didn't enact a Bible. Yeah. The Bible came out of the church. The tradition of the church was the foundational awakening of all the truths of God. It's all there. Yeah. And if you can't tell, I'm listening to Father Mike Smith. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Catechism in a year. Yes, exactly. Catechism in a year. But, it's, but it's, it's, it's something you know, but when you hear it like that, yeah. it's true. We've got everything we need, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Adoration. It's not that hard to go sit with Christ, for even if it's not the hour, for a few minutes, just yeah. in his presence. He doesn't waste our time. No. No. no yeah. for sure. And he he want he loves us so much. He wants to be with us. He really does. Absolutely. Yeah. He does. Even knuckleheads like me. <laughs> <laughs> like all of us, right? He loves us. I like knuckleheads. Well, going into 2020, 2023, I keep saying the wrong year, going into 2023. You're still I am writing th- that on your checks, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> Are you writing checks? I know. <laughs> I am thankful to be with each and every one of you, um, with John, with Craig, and with Dave, who people don't get to hear as much, but it is a joy. It is really a joy. Um, and so uh, I think we probably need to close in prayer. Mm-hmm. Oh, you guys prayed last time. I'll pray this time. That'd How about great. that? Okay. In the name of the Father and the Son the and the, the Holy, Holy Spirit. Spirit. Amen. Amen. Heavenly Father, we um, we just adore you. Lord, we adore you. We thank you for who you are. We praise you as our Abba Father. We praise you as the one who sent your son and, and told us that you wanted to have abundant life. And so, Lord, I just pray for each and every person in this room, for each and every person who is hearing us speak today that that they are gifted with the blessing of abundant life and lord you do not waste anything so every experience they've had every sorrow they've experienced every pain they've had every joy um, they've enjoyed you are going to use all of that and you use that for your glory but you use that to draw them closer to you and you use that so that they would have abundant life and so that is my prayer my prayer as we go into 2023 is that we would each draw near to you because you want to draw near to us and we praise you and we thank you we pray all this in the name of jesus your son our savior amen father and the son the holy Holy spirit Spirit. Amen. amen beautiful And listeners, please join us here again in the Family Room next week where we offer hope, encouragement, truth, and wisdom for families. Thanks for hanging out with us in the Family Room, sponsored by Versprite. For more info, go to thequestatlanta.com.